Welcome to the Daily Bite. I'm your host, Pastor Steve Andrews. Today we continue with one of the Psalms of Ascent, number 121. A Song of Ascents. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from Yahweh, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Yahweh is your keeper. Yahweh is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Yahweh will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. Yahweh will keep your going out and your coming in, from this time forth and forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. So this Song of Ascents section continues from Psalm 120 until 134. Mostly short psalms as we come off of number 119, the longest chapter in Scripture. Now, these first two verses, I think, are going to be very familiar to almost any Christian audience. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from Yahweh, who made heaven and earth. Because these two verses have been so frequently used to make hymns and contemporary songs as well. But let's look at the words. Ask your children why. For verse 1a, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Why? Why does the psalmist lift his eyes up to the hills? We would rather think that we should be lifting up our eyes to heaven, wouldn't we? As we look for the Lord to return, and truly in our day that is our hope and our our promise that we've received from Jesus that he will return just as he went. That's Acts chapter 1. But for this, remember these are songs of ascent, most likely being sung as they journey to Jerusalem, as they ascend the mount to get there. They lift up their eyes to the hills. There's a reference to the temple in Jerusalem. They are looking to the place where God in the Old Testament has promised he would dwell in the midst of his people. A place where he would speak to them his word, a place where they could bring their offerings for forgiveness. They are seeking help, and where are they seeking it from? The place where they know God is. This is good. This is right for them to do. Now we do have John chapter 4, Jesus speaking at the, with the woman at the the well, the Samaritan woman, where he tells her that the time is coming where the people will worship God neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem, as a reference first to the scattering of Christians, that we will worship God throughout the world, but also paradise, where we will literally worship the Lord around his throne. So, there is a transition here. It's not going to be this way always, but in the moment, for this song of ascent, this is a very fitting word. From where does my help come? The psalmist recognizes rightly that his help comes from God. 
the one who made heaven and earth, that is, the one who created all things, he has the power to help us. And he does. So family conversation on that, how does God help us? From this, we can certainly start with the gospel of what Christ has done for us as he has died on the cross to forgive our sins, as he rose from the dead to give us new life. And we have a promise of life with him that never ends. There's also, though, first article gifts that God provides for our daily bread. He provides for our needs. There's going to be verse 7 here that he protects us from evil. There are so many things the Lord does to help us. That's a wonderful way to reiterate your faith to your children, to recognize the ways that the Lord works daily in your life. He will not let your foot be moved. That's the picture of God helping us stand firm. That we will not be pushed around by every wave of false doctrine, as we see in the New Testament described, but also by enemies. God will give us strength to stand. He who keeps you will not slumber. God is not sleeping. There is not a window where the enemy is free to attack you because God is not paying attention. That's pretty comforting, right? Even when we sleep at night, we know that the Lord is still with us. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Yahweh is your keeper. Let's use this to contrast Cain from Genesis chapter 4, where after he has killed his brother Abel, and the Lord visits him and gives him the opportunity to take responsibility for his sin and repent of it, just as he did Adam and Eve in the garden. He asks him, where is his brother? And Cain's response is, am I my brother's keeper? That's a fairly well-known phrase. The answer to which is actually a resounding yes. Yes, Cain, you are. Man was not put on this earth to care for himself. Man was put on this earth to care for the rest of creation, which would include other people. Cain's job is not to look out for Cain, which in his sinful nature was what he was doing. Cain's job was to care for his family, which in his sinful nature he had failed to do. But Yahweh doesn't fail. Yahweh is our keeper. He cares for us. He protects us. He guards us from all evil. Again, we'll see that in verse 7. He gave us life. He sustains that life by his word, by the waters of baptism, by the, the blood and the body of Christ and the Lord's Supper. He keeps us. John chapter 10, verses 28-29, that we are safely in the palm of the Father's hand and no one can snatch us from it. Here, the psalmist will use the imagery of shade. It's the picture of working diligently and laboring throughout the day, even into the night, and getting the sun to beat down on you, burning you, harming you. And the Lord protects you, even in such a way. Now, we would certainly see this as a paradisical reference. I think that's a word. A reference to paradise, when we get to live with Christ forever and there will be no more suffering or pain or sorrow, no more brokenness. Even the sun, S-U-N, is broken. Even the moon is broken because of sin in this creation. 
Verse 7, Yahweh will keep you from all evil, connects to the Lord's prayer as we pray, deliver us from evil, although actually the Greek is deliver us from the evil one, a direct reference to Satan himself. And he does. As Lutherans, we talk about sin, death, and the devil, the enemies that Christ has redeemed us from, rescued us from, by his death and by his resurrection, and indeed he has. He will keep your life. This is what Jesus says to Martha when her brother Lazarus has died in John chapter 11. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And then she gives a wonderful confession of faith after that. But the picture, even if we die, the Lord has preserved our life. He will raise us from the dead. He will glorify this body. And we will live with him forever. And this is also Colossians chapter 3, verse 4, where Paul writes, When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And this is why we're sojourners and exiles on this earth. This is not our home. Jesus is our home. Christ keeps our life. We live in him, we live with him forevermore. And then verse 8, Yahweh will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Those words may sound familiar to you as they are used in the Lutheran baptismal rite. If, you, if you're using a Lutheran service book, you can find this on page 270. The pastor says these words, The Lord preserve your coming in and your going out from this time forth and even forevermore. They're making a sign of a cross. So those words, very much so, a picture of this verse of Psalm 121. A little tweaking in English grammar, but by and large almost the same, almost a, a clear citation. No matter what it is you're doing, the Lord will preserve you. Now, in the context of this psalm, where is he going out? Where is he coming in? Jerusalem. As you go into the Lord's house, as you leave the Lord's house, the Lord is preserving you, keeping your life. So as you come and go from the Lord's presence, he is with you. From this time forth and forevermore, so always. There is not a time where the Lord sleeps. There is not a time where the Lord is not aware of what is going on in your life. And he cares for you. He provides for you. He protects you from evil. Thanks be to God. Praise me.